Coming at you all the way live right here in the basement. Talk to us. Come with us. Share with us. Be with us. Oh, silky now. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'd love it if I had, I, I could match you. Like, word for word, I, I had that energy. And I, I think I mentioned that last time. You'd think, like, me being away uh, since last week, I would have been like, hey, I can, uh, I want to <laughs> jump in here and do all this. But, you know. Right, right. You know, it takes a little while to warm up. And that's good. That's and that's okay. what we're doing. We're warming up right now. Just warming up, baby, huh? We're warming up today. And we got anybody with us right now? Uh, we got Tracy Taylor. Oh, snap, Dizzle. Tracy, what are you doing? That's uh-uh-uh, but Tracy, we love you. Tracy going to be down in Hazard. Uh, they're going to play Micaiah's uh, uh, song on the radio. Hazard, Kentucky, baby. Ain't playing about it, all about it. Real talk. Awesome. Shine yeah. like a diamond. Y'all saw <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I haven't been to Hazard. It feels like something that you should do when you come to Kentucky. Yeah, it you definitely seems like visit. one of those things. Yeah, you definitely got to visit Hazard. Yeah, yeah. Should I take off the sunglasses, Tanya? No, I I got they're the, hot. I've got the sunglasses on, y'all. <laughs> yes. I've been crying a lot. My eyes are puffy. Huh? Hurt my feelings, y'all. And I talked to Tracy on the way over, darling. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I actually been talking to her a lot. Uh, it been helping me uh, through some things. Uh uh, you know, and a little bit what you talked about, Larry, in here. You know, people judging people and and just uh, different things. Uh, you know, exactly. Yeah, people's crazy. Yeah, I huh? mean, it's just people's that's crazy. something you shouldn't do. Huh? Well, I mean, we all got opinions. Well, you know, yeah, that's true. But and I understand hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> Corey tells you to get those sunglasses off. Okay, I think, Corey. I, I mean. <laughs> Oh, put them back on, please. Right? I, I, oh, my God. I know, right? I have to say this. I was watching Corey the other night. I was like, the man has one beard to another. I, I respect your beard Love his there, beard, Corey. Huh? So I don't know how it does in the extra humidity of Florida. That one has me worried. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to stay down there too long. That would be tough, you know? Corey's down there doing big things. Corey got a job the other yeah. day. Yeah, The blessings just keep popping with old Corey the Bear, ladies and gentlemen. I, that was one thing I thought was pretty cool was like just heading down there almost like it felt like a leap of faith and then you like end up in a hurricane. Right. It's like, I mean, right there you've got a great story starting off. You're like, okay, this was it. I moved down and then a floor and then a hurricane. And then I went to the west side of the state and then the hurricane came after me there. And then I got a job. Yeah, I'd be that's how I tell that story. <laughs> I would have definitely left town. <laughs> we were heading to the beach next week for vacation, so right. We put at? that on hold. Is it? Oh, it's on hold. <laughs> You're not going? No, uh, I think I'm going to stay home and put some new floors in my house. That <laughs> oh, that exact, sounds like a vacation. That is the exact yeah. opposite of a right? vacation. Right, that's a change. Oh up. my yeah. goodness. Yeah. I'm trying to share this around. I, that's what I, I'm doing too, though. I have to say, this this week, I'm not doing oh, my friend a lot of Greg exciting is on. things. Hey, oh, Greg. Greg. Hey. Hi, Greg. I'm sorry, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, listen. He's got gentleman swag. Uh -oh. If you ever need a sharp haircut, uh, he I, will hook you up. What, what, me and Dallas uh, may need a haircut. Like Gentleman you know, swag. Hey, what makes a sharp haircut? Can you he help a guy? me? Look at here. I, I, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he can, well, you guys don't have any hair at all. <laughs> yeah. But he, he might be able to give the beard, you know. Good to he be might together. luster you got it up a little right. bit. I feel like it needs some taming at some point. But yeah, I've never, hair has been a difficult thing. The day that I started Thank shaving you. my head off was like one of the best days of my life. It was like I committed to that's that it's over kind of dust off the hands and, and how old on. were you can i ask gosh i think i was uh probably like 23 or 24 i can it's I been can a while up that gregory miller my man's on here i love you gregory that's my people's uh, uh my people's that's what I, I was just talking about you know yeah all right you know, uh, yeah. oh, yes. that's my dog. He's a, he's a family friend. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Really? Yes. I've known Greg for quite some time, ain't I, Greg? <laughs> Greg is my people. We've been, uh, actually, I'm going to be real about it, and I'm sure he won't mind. Uh, we've been locked up a lot together. He's been locked up with me, my kids, the whole nine yards. Greg's my dude. <laughs> Loving, got hands too. Boy, hey, Miss Kathy. Greg, do something to you. Oh, don't get, don't get Greg mad at you now. Nah, he's a different person these days. Hey, Amen. That's good stuff. But no, okay, the hair thing. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Hmm. Uh, I love you, girl. Uh, and, and you were how old? 23, 24? Uh, yeah, something like that. When I, okay, I, just, I was like, it was, it was so far back. It was the receding. It was wow. like, that's just, it's gone. Okay, it's I'm, gone. I'm gonna one up you. I was yeah. 17, so no. I'm, I'm asking God, what the heck? <laughs> 
Are you serious, dude? <laughs> really? Is this for us? Wow. Oh, yeah, that sucked. Anyway, hmm. But, you know, what do you do? Yeah, you should explore that with a counselor. See if it was like, that That was the beginning of the end, was the hair being gone. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's like, oh, I love it. I'll, oh, Rachel Savage. How you doing, baby? I'm glad you're on here. <laughs> Kathy Underwood Garrison. Glad you on here, Kathy. We love you, girl. Uh, let's introduce ourselves tonight. We've done done that. I've introduced stuff for you. But tell them what you do. Uh, I am Tanya Meeks. I am the founder and president of Stop Heroin Lexington. And uh, we are pretty much known for our Narcan program. Um, we've been giving out Narcan to communities in central Kentucky for over a year now. Um, I just ran our numbers recently, and we have given out 628 kits so far. And uh, we're actually in Nicholasville at the Homeless Coalition tomorrow night. So if you're in Nicholasville and uh, you need a Narcan kit, uh, come down to the Homeless Coalition at uh, 630, and uh, we'll get you set up. When did, when did you start giving out Narcan? If you, you know, you're talking 600, how long? Uh, February 2016 was our Gosh, first class wow that yeah. is a lot yeah have you had any feedback uh from specific people that you've been able to give it to I yeah mean, we as far actually, as like any stories associated with that uh we do um take um a little bit of inventory um we don't really um get take people's names because each kit is a number um but we get like demographics so we can share that with our um grant tours um but yeah, they come to us. They they come to us when they need refills, and we we will ask. You know, did you give it away? Did you use it? If you used it, um, did the person survive? Did you call nine one? You know, all the basic stuff. So yeah, we get we get tons of feedback back. That's interesting. And what would you say is the percentage of like users who are carrying it versus like uh, just your maybe family members, loved ones, uh, people in the community? What do you think that would be? Um, probably about 23%. Um, most of the people that come to our classes are family members, um, loved ones, um, anyone who is at risk of fighting an overdose, but mostly a lot of parents, a lot of grandparents. And, you know, grandparents are starting to bring their kids in to be trained. Which is wow. sad. Crazy. I, I mean, that that as a parent, it's like here's this thing that you need to, just in case, to save your kid. That's kind of, that is sad. Yeah. That's, that's, these, that's a tough moment to hit where you're like, I need this. It was. And I didn't even know what to say at first when I was asked if I would train children. And I had to, our medical director is Dr. Stephen Lamb. And uh, I went to him and he was just like, you know, if an adult um, gives them permission and they can understand it, you know, but these children are coming home from school and finding their parents an overdose. So wow. it's important that yeah. they as well know how to respond. Uh, mm. I'm sure they'll be okay. I'm sure that won't traumatize anyone as they're <laughs> right. growing You're up. You're talking about little all. boy issues, little girl issues. No, Get out of here. You know I know. It's that crazy. really is the tough it's thing. And it's, it's the, one of the things I, I find difficult is like you grow up as a parent, or at least I did, and you think, I want to make life better for my kids and better than I had it. And then all of a sudden you have kids and it's like all of a sudden time's flipping by. Boom, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're making bad choices here or there that, that do affect them. You make a few good ones and things like that. But it's like, man, it is tough being a parent. I guess I rode my parents a little hard and, you know, trying to change that and, and to do it better is, is a tough thing. And that's why... When I see somebody like Andrew or some of the others who have come and said, hey, I'm changing and I'm doing this, it's like it, it's a really good feeling. It's like that I kind of get that whole prodigal son thing, right. you yeah. know, you, you totally get that. Why it uh, why you throw a party for that dude. Right. Why I'd you... kill the fatted calf for you, Andrew. My man, hundred grand. I love you, man. <laughs> Let your baby champagne, non-alcoholic, baby. Hey, real talk, real talk. <laughs> Uh, but no, for real, because, you know, I remember telling the kids, I remember telling Jordan, Josh, uh, uh, Justice, hey, uh, you know, don't do this. But my, then my actions showed yep. way different, you know. Absolutely. I can sit there and preach all day long, but when my walk ain't matching my talk, what do you do, huh? Come on, stay yeah. on the porch all day long, huh? Well, what are we doing, Larry? Hey, we're we're getting ready for the October 8th. October 8th, Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Tracy was just on here, her daughter, Micaiah. Oh, man, huh? I tell you what, I'm really looking forward. Uh, I tell you what, when she was on your all show here a few weeks ago, not only her singing, but 
the 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 banter that her mom and yeah. the respect that they had for each other just really it's rare to see but and it's beautiful to see these days yeah, and that, yeah. that just touched my heart and grandmama was here yeah absolutely you know, um you know uh, grandmama had to have uh, some surgery uh, a couple of weeks ago so uh, let's keep her in our prayers uh but yeah man just and uh, Micaiah's little personality uh was awesome you know, and, and me and Dallin talked about this because, oh, she's excited to meet you and this and that. I'm like, I, Dallin, I think she's got me confused with somebody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she knew the Skittle Bop, the Blinkum, uh, the right through here. Huh? Who are you? Huh? And I was like, what? Uh, That's pretty awesome. That little girl is going to make it. She's awesome. She, she's, really is. she is pretty incredible. Well, she's going to be on the radio in Hazard, I think, this weekend, a uh, radio station down in Hazard. Uh, so they're going to play some of her songs and everything. How about that? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. just, it doesn't shock me. And what about the song about her father, man? That I was over choked up off oh that. Oh, my you know? goodness. Well, like I said, that was a, one of the tougher things that I, just to see you, Andrew, is, is like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm on the other side of that now, and I'm trying to do things better than I did. But it's still, it's like... Um, and when I heard her, it was like, oh, I remember making my kids sad or something right. like that. I mean, amplify it in a lot of ways, and, and that's what you have. But I guess, yeah, that's what I loved about that story and other people's stories is, like, the strength that they come. Um, Tanya, when I met you, at, it was first. I had my microphone. I haven't released that. I should put that out here, though, uh, the interview we did. That would be a good one. Um, but just the first time I met you and you talking, you know, about your son and – just looking at you and thinking, you know, if I could see Tanya before this had all happened, you know, what would what would you be like versus now? And and I, I I'm just gonna guess stronger person. Um, a stronger person now? Yes. Oh, for sure. I have um losing a child. Um, has been the most painful thing I've ever experienced. And I lost uh, my brother, who was my best friend, and years ago. And that hurt so bad. And I thought that that was the worst pain that I would ever felt. But losing my child was um, beyond that. Um, you know what? And Stop Heroin Lexington has been so healing for me. Um, I just kind of threw myself right in and got involved in the community. Uh, mostly it started because I needed answers. I, I just couldn't understand how this happened. And I realized um, how bad it was in the community. You know, um, we just, we so busy working and raising families. We forget to stop and look around us because it's everywhere. Um, and I just... A stop here in Lexington has been very, very healing for me. Um, Seth was um, my only child for 19 years. Um, I since then have had little Maxwell, and he has been the <laughs> silver lining, um, my silver lining. But, um, yes, for sure, I think it has made me a stronger person. And I hope that um, seeing um, me out in the community will help other parents um be strong because I understand that pain, you know, and it's still painful. It's been two years. Um, December will be three years. Um, Which you know, is not long. It's I, not. I mean, when you, it's certainly still in the fresh area, I would say, just having lost a brother. Um, and it's been, I looked at the the time and it was like, oh, it was 2012, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess I have some coping skills, but it's like when you think about it, it's pretty raw. It stays raw. It is. You know, and I still cry every day. I find myself crying in my car because that's where I'm alone the most, you know, and something will, a song will come on or something will remind me of him or he's just been on my mind all day. Um, but yeah, I still cry every day. I, it's still very painful, um, but I'm hoping that... Um, we can get more parents um, involved and um, see and educate the children more. The, the children really need to be educated. After working in the community and speaking to the young folks, you know, they try marijuana 
and they're thinking, oh, well, that wasn't such a big deal, you know, and then they and then heroin comes along. And, you know, it's a it's a heroin is a much bigger deal than marijuana. I'm not trying to downplay marijuana or anything, but um, these children, they're like, oh, well, I smoke pot and, you know, I'm OK. Well, heroin is in a totally different ball field. You know, marijuana, no, it's not okay to, to use, um, but it, it's not going to kill you the first time. So these kids, they get that in their head, and then they're, they're like, oh, well, I'll just use some heroin, you know. Right. And I, I get a lot, too, is this. Oh, well, I snort it. I don't inject it. Right. That just kills me. I'm it's, a lady. Right. It right. still kills you. My son died from snorting heroin. He never right. once put a needle in his arm. He was he snorted it. And so um that tells me that these kids have no clue. They right. they have no clue right. um the kind of ball field that they're playing in. Well, um I, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, you're uh, good. Uh so you don't believe that marijuana is a gateway drug? Oh, for sure. Well, and, and, you know, and this is pointed out, uh, marijuana may not be the gateway drug, but what if it's your marijuana dealer? Mm -hmm. Uh, He's out of marijuana. And you go to him, oh, well, I got some of this stuff right here. Mm -hmm. I don't have any weed, man, but I got some heroin, bro. And what do you do? As somebody who doesn't know, I mean, is that, Andrew, is that, I mean, is your dealer a, uh, is he like the Costco? It's Mm -hmm. like we got... Well, uh, some of them are, uh, in a sense, uh, early on, I guess, uh, because, you know, here's what happens. Uh, someone gets their script for a Vicodin, Lortab, whatever, and they don't have any money, but they're going to trade it to the dope dealer for some crack or for some weed. Well, now he has crack and pills. Uh, I'm just saying. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so I, I now totally not only does he have, uh, you know, crack, now he has pills. Well, somebody has some... Uh, heroin uh you know but they don't have any money but they want some weed so they trade him some heroin for some weed now he's got it all i'm just saying cory cory makes a good point he's like you know cory's saying that that you know some of the weed now you know it could come laced with fen it's not like and and that's one of the challenges that when something's illegal there, you know, your your quantities are off. I mean, that's what we're seeing with Fent and, and other. I'm not saying that the, a pill form of opiate was a great thing because it certainly brought a lot of people down. The challenge now is it's like you have unscrupulous people trying to turn a buck and, uh, right. and a willing market for it. And then all of a sudden, you know. Right. And, and I've heard people, I go into, uh, you know, a lot of jails and uh, – uh, things like that, you know, and, and share my experience, strength, and hope. Uh, and you'll hear that, you know, and I've heard it here on the streets. Oh, well, it's my cousin, and he would never sell me anything bad. Do you think for one minute your cousin goes and spends all this money on some dope, all right? He don't know what the hell he bought, you know? And, like, he's not going, oh, well, he he get somebody else to test it. for. Come on, man. <laughs> I just want to make Go ahead, Larry. Point. Well, when I'm, when I'm talking mentoring i ask one question when uh, on marijuana and i always ask why do you have to have it and if you can answer that question you can fix the problem yeah what answers do you get well you know it's just it's either well my friends do it or it relaxes me it chills me well do something else to chill read or 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 whatever you don't have to have something that possibly puts you uh, to a stronger addiction, or you don't have to have something that can possibly kill you. I mean, I totally believe in the medicinal uses of marijuana, but just like anything else, it can be abused. Well, definitely, and I know me, I'm an addict, you know, and it's like uh, I couldn't use it like it's supposed to be. I'm sorry. Right. Um, you know, uh, and our literature talks about, you know, because sometimes people do have to have, uh, uh, you know, medicine, uh, narcotics. Sure. Uh, to let somebody else hold your medicine and give it to you like it's supposed to be given. Uh, and that's a big fear of mine, you know? Uh, it really is. Kim in the comments, she's saying, my son had a mental obsession with marijuana, which I think is a good point. Like yeah. what you're saying, Andrew, is that it's like, yeah, maybe this isn't an issue with some people, but it's definitely an issue with me. Right. And, you know, I can't have that. Abby and Hicks that is work. in here. Hey, Abby Hicks, what are you doing, Gail? Yes, you know, uh, Seth had an obsession with marijuana, too. He even wrote um, a school paper <laughs> about it. Um, 
you know, and I, I definitely think that marijuana could lead to um, other drugs for sure. But um, I get the whole obsession. And, you know, these young kids, they think it's so cool and it's so glamorized in Hollywood and um, with all the, and music, music glamorizes it, it too. But um, they just don't understand um, the dangers that it could lead to, um, not m marijuana itself. Um, but, you know, marijuana leads to, oh, well, now I want to try Percocets or now right. now I want to try some. I want to take a two. Well, a cocaine. I yeah. I pat on my nose. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the huge problems hey, I've, I've is I've seen Dale your... Sanders on there. Hey, Dale. Dale. Dale Sanders. Give me a shout out real quick, Dallin. Mr. Dale. Mr. Dale, Dale Sanders. Love you, Dale. <laughs> I Thank love you it. for everything you do, Dale. Oh, he's uh, I was awesome. Gonna, I was going to say that just one of the key things is with kids especially is it doesn't matter what it is, alcohol or some sort of drug or marijuana, your brain is just not developed at that point. And as far as you making great decisions, um, yeah, I didn't make great decisions at that point. So it's like... Uh, whatever you're doing, uh, in a lot of ways, it's like doing them as that's your danger zone. That's your danger time is, is when you just don't have a lot of experience in your life. And also the other problem I have with it is it's just somebody ends up in jail early on right. and man, that can, that, that can change your life the rest of the way, really hamper it. Right. So, well, okay. Mm -hmm. And you're saying by... Uh, jail, what? Uh, misdemeanors count? <sighs> <laughs> well, it can, no, no, it, it can I, in a good way. You know, did I tell you my story about sh getting my? I had a probation. I had a probation Shut officer. Your mouth. I had. Really? Shut your mouth. Boy. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> but I had it like I, I talk about being young. I think I was in. It was elementary school. What? So it was like fifth grade. I oh had my been. Goodness. I went over to the fairgrounds with my BB gun because you know when you're eight years old in Idaho, your parents buy you a BB gun. Right. What do you do? You go over to the fairgrounds and you shoot anything that makes a sound that shatters. And then all of a sudden you get busted for it, and then all of a sudden you're sitting in a court. And right. uh, they gave me a probation officer. Wow. I'll tell you, it scared the hell out of me, and uh, <laughs> it it worked. Right. <laughs> I didn't want that anymore. So you had a lot of restitution to pay. Oh, it's, it's hours, hours. Hours and hours. Right, right, right. <laughs> good deal, good deal. I'm, um, a, I'm a gangster, Andrew. I it sounds like it. Eight years old, I, I wouldn't want to run into you back then. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, my wallet. What do you have to carry a wallet? I'm eight years old, dude. Give me a break. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, yeah, me and Dallin are the same age. That's where you So, well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, 42. Oh, wow. No, actually, I'm older. Yeah, sorry. Eh, I would have been older than you, yeah. But you would have had a gun, and, yeah, and I wouldn't have had a wallet still. So, yeah. Baby gun. <laughs> okay, all right. Hey, work with us, work with us. Real talk, real talk. So, uh, uh, Larry. Yes. Your event's next weekend. It's uh, October 8th. October 8th, y'all. Week from Sunday. Beacom, who's going to be here? We're going to have, you ready for this? Yes. Countywide. They actually got a record that's coming out about the time of the event. Countywide? Co countywide. Now, is that what what genre are they? They're country. Modern right. country. It's really good. About. We got Pistol Whip. Who's What? Pistol Whip. What, what the... Who Pistol names Whip's a, country who names band? a group Pistol Whip? The smart people. Because oh, that, that sounds like a band. I'm yeah, kidding, like, guys. Oh, I don't want no that. trouble. I hope they aren't <laughs> we watching. Had, uh, we had Thick as Thieves. Thick as Thieves. And we got Countywide, Thick as Thieves, and, and, and Pistol Whip all from Corbin. Wow. Okay, right. Corbin. Good All deal. Kentucky boys. That's right. Uh -oh, all right. Bluegrass State action, baby. Then we got we got a girl that's going to sing just one song, and, and her name is Jessica McKinney. Uh-huh. She's going to sing one song, and it's for the people in recovery, and she's been working on this. And Jesse McKinney, okay. We got Andy Rucker and Friends. Uh, he's been around here forever. Right. He's my brother-in-law, but he's really good. And I he, met him. I met him at, Ho at the Hope Center really good. Right. And he does, he works at, he does some songs up by Halls on the River. Exactly. Yeah, he sang, yeah. He sings a little bit everywhere, but the thing about him is, is anytime we do something for the homeless or, or the veterans, he'll always come out and sing for them. Amen. And, and I could not, I had to have him there. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. And now, we, what about our girl? She's going to be here. Micaiah, I was going to save her for last, but Micaiah. I'm sorry. That's okay. I get excited. I'm that's sorry. all right. Oh, Micaiah, I got her right in the middle. Yes. And so she'd be comfortable. I got you going right after her. Oh, uh, what am I doing? You're going to be doing some comedy. Oh, that's, yeah. How's that going to work out? <laughs> oh, just, just, just stand there. <laughs> hey, look just at me. stand there. Look at me, guys. <laughs> 
Just no, do no. that. Just do the owl for iron <laughs> bean right, coffee. Right. Well, Dallin did the uh, he did their little poem, uh, Rage. Yeah, Rage. I seen that. Yeah, Very I, cool. I, I, yeah. That, he tried it with me. I just couldn't pull it off. Um, uh, no, it was good. It's on the unreleased cuts. Someday, <laughs> someday, for special people, we'll wow. put, we'll put it out there. <laughs> oh my God! And you're gonna be there, all right? Oh heck yeah! I won't miss it. All right, good. Stuff. Larry's my dude, man. Love well, Larry. I tell you what, Tony. I actually met these two at. The first raw walk. Right. The first raw walk in Versailles, Wilford County. Raw Raising Awareness, Wilford County. A uh, good group of people. Uh, Jenny O'Nan, Angie Stewart. Uh, we got Althea. Uh, and There's so many people in raw. Right. It's like a billion so people, people in raw. Uh, you That's know. good. That's what you want. You want right, to have a right. lot of people, right. a lot of resources, and people who can step up when somebody else isn't necessarily able to when they had their second walk this year i mean it just a uh, great oh turnout, it was man. it, oh it was we went to that as well and it was just wonderful right and we had the uh, and then we did the addiction project which 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 is why i'm wearing the hat because of the late matt layton matt at the layton. hope center Amen. and what we did is is uh what what's really i love matt layton because that guy saved so many life and it his lives it upset me uh, when he was gone. But the thing about Matt was, is Carrie Cairo was a volunteer coordinator and I, I'd have these ideals and we'll get with Matt. And every time that she'd say it, I know, okay, it was going to be done. So we came up with the addiction project. Now, the thing I loved about Matt, me and him were on different paths in life, right? but we never judged each other. Amen. We were in it to, we were in it to love people and to save people. And, uh, I mean, I just missed Matt Layton. I mean, it's just, it, it tears me up. Right. Real talk. Uh, saved a lot of life. Yeah, he's missed by many. Many, yes. Uh, real quick, Carpy Diem's on here. Carpy, we see. Carpy got his own little, uh, uh. Yeah, we see you out there, boy. <laughs> My man, Nate. Nate Bice, what you doing, son? Me and Nate going to be, where we going to be at, Nate? I don't forgot. Oh, we going to be in Cincinnati. I ain't forgot about it. Huh? Going to be about it. This Saturday. Uh, oh, yeah, this there. Saturday in Cynthia. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Oh, cool. cool. Oh, Good you got deal. Tracy on there. Margaret M Cotton Mika on there, boy. Micaiah jumped in. Micaiah, hey, Micaiah. We love you, girl. Hey, Micaiah. Micaiah, it's going to be Thursday night. I was mistaken. Uh, they're going to play uh, the radio station Hazard. It's going to be Thursday night when they rock out. You hear me? Got the great Micaiah Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really excited uh, for the, for the, the veterans to really see her. We're going to have 48 homeless veterans bust in that are in recovery oh that's wonderful wow wow and texas roadhouse is actually going to feed the veterans while they're oh, there oh that is man at, the, the, what, that your is. Event? at my event huh? oh what? that's awesome everybody get to eat is. what up yeah well you can go there and eat just, <laughs> just salute you know the thing about that though is it, it's just Texas Roadhouse stepped up and said, "Yeah, hey, we'll feed those wow, guys." How about that? Man, fantastic. shout out to Texas Roadhouse <laughs> and Austin City Saloon. You guys have really stepped it up for these for these veterans. And I tell you what, there's a guy named there's a guy there was a guy that was shot at the Lansdowne Marathon this time last year named Charles Xavier Moore. They call him Chuck. Oh, I'm familiar with him. Okay, yeah, he's paralyzed from the waist down. And he is, I talked to him finally the other night, and he's just really fighting it, and he really needs a lot of help. So what I did is, is I've got, we're trying to fix the common area for the for the veterans, so I got builders to step into that, so all the funds that we take during the show will go to Chuck, so we, we can help him. He's actually, we're going to supply transportation for him, and he's going to actually be there. Awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. That Larry, so, and, I, and I've heard you say this, um, as you're sh sharing that story, it's obvious that it means a lot to you and, and you, uh, you're a caring person about when it comes to people. That's the thing I've seen. When you talk to you about people, you light up and you're passionate about it. And <clears throat> if I'm running a company and you come to me, it's going to be really hard to say no to you. Right. Uh, I know, right? You probably impossible. And, and that's what I, I think the, the sincerity comes through. Why is that? You know, some people may not have this in their life. Why do you care? I think at, at, at the end of the day, I think if people would just, you know, all the chaos that's going on in the world right now, if you would just look at the person in front of you and take the blinders off and just focus on that one person, and get to know them and, and, and don't think about the past, but meet them right there and let mm -hmm. them open up to you. My, my, my feelings on people, we're all walking books. 
And the only way I can help somebody is to give them the page that, that God gave me on the path that I've been. It's mm-hmm. like, I can't, I can't help somebody if I'm not, if I've not never been in that position, but Andrew's been in certain position positions. He can help. Tanya's been in certain positions. She can help you been in certain positions and just take your page out of that book that you've been through mm. the fire you've been through and share that page. Teach, That's just Larry. as simple as that. Teach Larry, teach. If anyone has any kids that have gotten in trouble with BB guns, I can talk with them <laughs> and share a little bit about that. But no, I, I'd make a little jest there, but I think you're absolutely right. And that's why it's nice to have a lot of people with a lot of different flavor in it. Is uh, maybe Andrew Hager Live hey, works for a lot of people, but maybe somebody it doesn't and they're like, I like the Sweezy. All you right. know, and and the things that are going Who's on that? there. I, I, this guy I've heard about. Oh, oh, oh. Never right, heard right. of him. Last, <laughs> last night I heard. Last night I heard he's called McSqueezy. Somebody oh. called him McSqueezy. <laughs> right, right, right. I call him uh, Sweezy Juice and and, and Blake. Oh, <laughs> Sweezy Juice. And, and you know Blake, Blake, Evan. Yeah, you, you know. got Blake. Yeah. Uh, and it's no, a good variety people. because it, it's a, it's a melting pot, baby. Huh? Get in where you feel. Heroin Hearst. The her- oh, right, right. Dwayne with Heroin Hearst. Uh, then you got uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Turner, Joe Turner, the Joe Turner. Joe um, uh, has accepted the position with Stop Here in Lexington as our vice president. Wow, well, that's awesome! Awesome, awesome, Joe. Why yeah. didn't you offer it to me first? <laughs> <laughs> you seem super busy. <laughs> Joe, we're gonna hey, talk about hey, this. What, what Andrew wants is an honorary degree of some sort. Maybe, maybe a certificate, an honorary councilman, something like that. Something that he wants. Yeah. Yeah, I met Joe a year ago at an event in Paris, and you know we just kind of hit it off. And um, I watched him develop um, Recovery Warriors from the ground up. Yeah. Um, just as I did, and. Um, and I really needed somebody in long-term recovery because um, for relatable reasons. You know, people who are in active addiction don't relate to me well right. because I'm not in recovery and I'm not in addiction. But they do relate Bingo. well to somebody who has yeah, lived that. Yeah. So I knew that I needed somebody on my team.